Happy Sabbath, everyone. Thank you, Sister Frederick. That was truly a blessing. Thank you so much. Are you clean in the name of Jesus? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I want to say happy Sabbath to everyone today. Wow, it is a happy Sabbath. Oh, man, I see some friends of mine back there. Oh, Maurice and his family. Good to see you. All right. All right. Um, to all those who are visiting, uh, just give me a, a wave of hand right there. Let me see you. All right. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God bless you. And for those, you can wave at me too if you're watching online. Glad that you have joined us today to worship the Lord. I want to just welcome all of our members. Uh, you are and friends of our church. You are so special to us and you're special to the Lord. Amen? Amen. The Lord loves us so much. And so every time we gather together to worship him, we're just lifting up the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. This is the first Sabbath Amen. of the year 2024. Amen. Wow. And I do believe it's a privilege to be alive in these days. Amen. Amen. Because not only do we receive all the blessings from heaven, but you know what? We are so privileged to be a part of spreading this beautiful gospel message as far, as deep, as wide as we can with our Lord. Hallelujah. Last Sabbath, no, last, um, uh, was it? Yeah, uh, for our agape feast last week, uh, I was so blessed. I was here praying with the church family. When I opened my eyes and I said, amen, opened my eyes, I looked at the clock. Guess what? We were praying when New Year's started as a church in prayer. Hallelujah. I was thinking that we could finish before, and then we kind of celebrated together. But when I opened my eyes, guess what? The Lord called us in prayer, and I say, praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. And it was so good just to spend that time with you, uh, just to hear from everyone and their wishes and aspirations for 2024 and I learned so much about you uh, last Sunday it was truly a blessing for me and my family and so praise the Lord can I get a little bit more if I could today I want to invite you to take your Bibles in hand Good stuff. I like that setting. <clears throat> I want you to join me in the book of Genesis. The book of what? Genesis. Chapter 5. Genesis chapter 5. Today I want to speak on the topic... Walking with God, it's a lifestyle. Can you say it with me? Walking with God is a? And today we're going to look at a character within the Bible that is so amazing. It's a man by the name of Enoch. Enoch. Walking with God is a lifestyle. Bow your heads with me. Let's pray.
Heavenly Father, on this, the first Sabbath of 2024, your people is declaring to you their priorities. The fact that they're here, they're saying that you are their God. We are expressing how much we value you by just being in your temple. We're here to offer our worship. Father, you have listened to our singing. You have heard our prayers. You have received, Father, the gifts that comes from our faithfulness to you. Father, you, you are blessing our fellowship. But we're here, Father, to, to get some guidance from you, to hear a word from you regarding this year that we all face together, 2024. We can only come to you, Father, because you are the amazing God that created this planet, that created us. And when we needed you the most, Father, when things seemed hopeless, you blessed us by giving us your only begotten son, Jesus Christ, as our savior. From the punishment of sin, from the power of sin, and we look forward to being saved from the presence of sin. All provided by the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. So we are here out of sheer gratitude for you. And we declare, Father, that even in our frailties, that you're the one that we love and cherish. And we just want to say to you, Father, we need you. We're completely dependent upon you, especially as we face this year. Father, I willingly turn over all that I am into your, hand, into your hands to be used by you. I desire to also hear a word from you. I ask, Lord, that you'll speak not only to me, but through me. And may as we hear your words together, may we be blessed by them but may we also be changed by them. In Jesus' loving name we pray. Let the church of the living God say, Amen. Amen. I'm a singer in my own right when I'm in my home. <clears throat> but you know, as I, as I was in communion with the Lord regarding this word today, the Lord brought a very nice song to my heart, so, a song that I really love. I might ask you to sing it with me at some point, but we'll see how it goes, Ellis Stewart. <laughs> I am weak, but thou art strong. Jesus, keep me from all wrong. I'll be satisfied as long. As I walk, let me walk close to thee. Just a closer walk 
with thee. This year, that's my desire. Anybody else? Amen. Hallelujah. Granted, Jesus is my plea. Daily, walking close to thee, let it be, dear Lord, let it be. Well, I tell you what, we might sing it at the end, the second verse. I want you to join me. As I think of 2024, there's nothing greater than, that I would want in my life than to have a closer walk with Jesus. What a year, to, what a time to begin such a, a desire than now. Are you with me? There was a man in the Bible. His name was Enoch. Not much was said about this man. In fact, we're going to read right here in Genesis the few verses that was mentioned regarding Enoch in Genesis chapter 15. In fact, more is said about Enoch in the New Testament than in the Old. Can you imagine that? And he was an Old Testament figure. He's also mentioned in the book of Hebrews and in the book of Jude. But in Genesis chapter 5, these, were, this is, these are the words that was said regarding Enoch. I'm going to read from verse 18 in Genesis chapter 5. Verse 18, Jared lived 162 years. Oh, my, my. Can you imagine how long they used to live back then? He lived 162 years and begot what? That's when he became a father. At 162. Amen? Now, I became a father at what? 23, 24? What was it, Nicole? Help me. <laughs> This brother is living some life. And Jared begot Enoch. After he begot Enoch, Jared lived 800 years. And had sons and what? Daughters. So all the days of Jared were 962 years. And then he what? He died. Man. You know, God intended for us to live forever. You know that. That's why we should just hate sin. Sin messed up the plan of God. And Messes us up today, causes so many problems in our lives, in our families, in our society. I mean, when you see people dying within, within your own family, within my family, all because of sin, it really hurts, doesn't it? Jesus has a plan for that, which we will talk about later. But Enoch lived 65 years and begot Methuselah. Come on, y'all. Y'all remember that name, right? Longest man that ever lived. Had Enoch as his dad. After he begat Methuselah, Enoch walked with God. Can I read it again? After he begat Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. Oh, wait, his dad lived for how long? 962. This brother 
still live a long life here on planet Earth, right? 365 years. And Enoch walked with God. <laughs> and then he was what? He was not. Why was he not? We're going to talk about that. For God took him. What a brother. The only reason why he didn't live up into the 900s is because someone said, man, listen, I want him more than you. Someone had a very good relationship with this man called Enoch. And said, I want Enoch with me where I am. So come Enoch. You're not going to experience what is the result of sin. What sin is after. Enoch, sin is after putting you in the grave. But guess what? You'll never see a grave. Never see it. Come. There's so much in this text. But I want you now to skip with me to Hebrews. The Hall of Fame. Hebrews chapter 11. Go with me there. Hebrews chapter what? Hebrews chapter 11. Oh man, I, I, I enjoyed this study so much. Just looking at the life of this man that walked with God. Hebrews chapter 11. Let's pick up verse, verse 5. Where am I here? Let's pick up verse 5. Okay, yeah. By faith. Well, uh, let me read from verse 4. By faith, Abel offered to God a more what? excellent sacrifice than Cain through which he ob through which he obtained witness that he was righteous God testifying of his gifts and through it he being dead still what by faith Enoch was taken away so that he did not see what death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony. That he what? He had a testimony. And what was the testimony? That he pleased God. What a testimony to have. But without faith, it is impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is the reward of those who diligently what hmm. so Enoch walked with God in Genesis chapter 5 it's mentioned twice here Enoch pleased God in the way he lived let's go to the last one Go to Jude. Go to Jude. That's the book right before the book of Revelation. Are you there? Amen. 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 Let's, let's read this text here. Brother Jude, 
Jude also mentioned Enoch. Uh, one second here. Yeah. I want to read from verse, let's read from verse 14. Now Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied about these men also. In fact, when I looked at it, while Adam was living, guess who was living also? Enoch. And I like the fact that it says the seventh what? From Adam. Because you wonder, how did Enoch come to know God? I believe he came to know God through the godly lineage. Are you with me? Keep that in mind. Now Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied from about these men, also saying, Behold, the Lord comes with what? Ten thousands of his saints to execute judgment on all, on, on all to convict all who are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have committed in an ungodly way and of all the harsh things which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. Julia wants you to remember the word ungodly. The time that Enoch was living in. It was, wasn't it, an ungodly time? Even, even God, when he looked at his creation and saw what they were doing, even God himself said, I wish I did not create men. Remember that? It was an evil time. And this was the time that this man was living in. The first thing I want to share with you today from the word of God is as we think about 2024, the thing that we always need to have in our minds in, when we think about walking with God, we have to remember that walking with God is a daily act of faith. What did I say? A daily act of faith. This is so important. Because truthfully, we have no, nothing within us. There's nothing that we possess that can, I would say, be so cunning to overcome sin because of our ability. The temptations around us, friends, are so high and they're so massive. We live in a world today that is so perverse that even the religious leaders of the land are offering so many things that are so ungodly to the people. I heard a report not, not too long ago where the leader of the Catholic Church is now offering uh, his priesthood to bless homosexual marriages and relationships. We're living in a world today where it is, it is high time for people to see that everything that is shown around us is leading people to look at Sinful acts as being the norm. We are tempted from the left from the, to the right, up to the down. We are bombarded with all the evils of sin. But if Enoch, if Enoch living in such a perverse society which caused the flood. Are you with me? And he being faithful in his walk with God where God could look upon a man like this 
and said, come. It means too that we also can be Enoch's in our time today. Are you with me, folk? It means that with God, we also can walk in this generation with our heads high. We can walk in this generation with, with God, with all the sin around us, and be faithful to him. Come on, y'all. We don't have to accept the lifestyle around us. We can accept the lifestyle of Christ and live it out every day in our homes, in our workplaces, in our schools, and stand up for God. The Bible said this man walked with God. Now, I know God walked with Adam and Eve in the garden, but the type of walking that God is mentioning here with Enoch is not like God was holding e Enoch's hand and walking around with him every day. Are you with me? What kind of walk is it referring to here? It's a spiritual walk. And anything spiritual must be done with an act of faith. Uh, go back to the text here in, um, in Hebrews. Keep your, keep your hands or your markers in these three texts. Because in the, in, the, in the text here in Hebrews, chapter 11, which is referred to as the what? The hall of faith. I want to point your minds back to something here that is referred to in the text regarding Enoch. In verse 5, in verse 5, by faith, Enoch was what? By what? By faith. And then it said in verse 6, but without faith, it is impossible to what? So in other words, Enoch was pleasing God, amen? But how was he doing it? By faith. I was sharing with someone today, uh, earlier, a person who had an interest in learning more about the Sabbath, coming from a different denomination, been studying, and would like to know more. As Seventh-day Adventist Christians, too, so many times we are, we are, shared in a negative light in terms of how we keep the commandments of God. In essence, many times people will say we're legalists because of what we do and what we don't do. And the truth is, then Jesus was a legalist. Because uh, as some of the Adventist Christians, we don't follow man. We follow Jesus. So if following Jesus makes us a legalist, I guess we're the biggest legalist you can find. Are you with me? When Jesus kept the Sabbath, he kept it out of love. Are you with me? For his father, when we keep the Sabbath, it's because Jesus said, if you love me, do what? So everything we do is through a faithful act of love in our Heavenly Father. Are you with me? That's what we do. When we talk about walking, walking with God, we're doing the things that pleases God. It's a lifestyle. And it's not just a one-day act of doing whatever we do. It's something we do every single day of our lives. And these are the things, these consistent acts 
are what praises the God of heaven and pleases him. Hallelujah. Do you know it pleases God when you obey him? Come on, y'all. And when we obey him, we obey him through faith. You know, I, I, like how, I like how the author put it here because he said, for he who comes to God must believe that he what? Come on, y'all. Must believe that he is and that he is a word of those who diligent to follow him. We follow God because we know he is alive today. Amen. We serve him because when we look around us, when we get up every morning, what we see is the intelligence of God and the love of God. We are not just here because of some bang or whatever they call it. We are here because there's an intelligent designer who put this all together with the sun getting up every morning. Come on, y'all. In the east. And it travels all the way to the what? Every single day. And it's always on time. I mean, that's some amazing intelligence being displayed to us every time we get up and open our eyes. There is actually a God who placed you here on planet Earth. And the same God who did that is the same God who is saying, listen, just like how Enoch, I, I walked with Enoch, I want to walk with you also every single day. I want to be the God that's not distant from you. I want you to know that I am the God who knows every single thing you're going through right now. And I am the God who is your best resource. Walk with me. Take my hand every morning. Take my word before you. Come and commune with me. Listen to my counsel. Receive all of my blessings. Walk with me and do not walk with the world. I mean, God is so amazing. Let me give you a scripture. You go to Psalms. Uh, Psalms chapter 1. Uh, it's an act of faith believing that we have a God who is our creator who's our friend, the Bible said, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the what? Come on, y'all. Nor stand, stands in the pathway of, nor sit in the seat of, but his delight is in the, that's Bible. Blessed is the man whose delight is in the law of the Lord. So guess what? If you delight yourself in having God as the only God, the one God, blessed are you. If you delight yourself in not committing adultery, blessed are you. If you delight yourself in not telling lies, hallelujah. Are you with me? Come on, y'all. I mean, blessed is the man or the woman, the boy or the girl who chooses to delight themselves in the law of the Lord. Oh, wow, wow, wow. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates what? How do you walk with God? Say it again. 
the time that you're spending in the, in the history book for that history class, how many hours of the day in that anatomy and physiology class, how many hours a day, there must be some time that can be spent in the word of God. If you don't, well, you're not walking with God. You're walking with the, the professor. I know that. <laughs> I can tell that, right? But there's no walking going on with God if there's no time spent in this word. You know, the Bible said, the Bible said, the fool said in his heart that there's no God. It's a fool who gets up in the morning thinking that they have no need for God. They can just go about their business, but guess what? When they're in a crisis and they need God, oh, they can call upon him. But in the daily walk that's needed, in the word, there's no God. Because I got this. I got it. I have it all planned out. You know, I can say this. While in school, one of the things I used to do is before every examination, you'll find this, this pastor praying. No matter what the exam was, Lord, I need you. Bless me. Help me. I passed more exams than I failed. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But how do we walk with God? It's a faith journey each and every day in his word. We can't see God. We don't know what he looks like. We can't touch him. Are you with me? We don't know what he feels like. We don't hear him audibly every day. Are you with me? But we know what he sounds like. The truth is, even though we can't see him, we can't touch him, can't hear him audibly, like Doubting Thomas, never forget that those who can't see, what did Jesus say to Thomas? Blessed are those that even though they can't see, yet still they believe. I can't see him today, but I know he's real in my life. I know that for sure. I can testify about that. Of how God has, has shown me things in my own character that needs to be in line with the character of Christ. And where I have to go to him and say, Lord, forgive me. Help me make those changes. I have, I have to ask for the power of Christ to come from the outside and come on the inside. Are you with me, folks? I'm going to finish this text right here. Verse 3. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its... You see, walking with God is, is not just about being in the Word. Are you hearing me? Meditating upon it day and night. But walking with God it's also bringing forth what? Fruits. Bringing forth? Question is, are we bringing forth fruits? Are we in 2024 any better in our relationship with Jesus than we were in 2023? 
And if I could say this last year in 2023, were we any better in 2023 in how we work with people than we were in 2022? Come on, y'all. Is 2024 going to be any better with how we treat our spouse? With how we treat our children? Are you with me? Is 2024 going to be any different in how we treat our classmates? How we treat our co-workers? Or is it going to just be the same behavior pattern with no fruitfulness year after year after year? If we decide to walk with God, we must be willing to bear fruits. Things got to change. Or is 2025 catch us the first Sabbath in the same place? And in fact, it would actually be in a worse situation without any change. Are you with me? The fact is that the more we harbor these things in our lives that needs to be changed and we don't address them, it's the more they begin to do what? Get harder and harder and harder for any change. The time to start bearing fruit is not tomorrow. Come on, y'all. The time to start bearing fruits is now. As you examine your lives, lives as as I do the same, I have to ask myself, Sean, what is in my life right now that needs to change? You have to ask yourself the same question. Or else, you know what? Not only will God benefit from any change in our lives, but our family won't benefit anything at all. You will leave from this, sermon, from this sermon from this day and go home worse than you came. But thanks be to God, we desire to walk with God. Amen? Amen. And we desire his change. You know, the Bible, and then it says here, Whose leaves shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall what? Shall prosper. There's something about Enoch that we mentioned. Yes, he walked with God. But because he walked with God, he ended up receiving a reward. I want to tell you something about God. Um, he's one of the best coaches. Are you with me? Uh, I used to coach soccer. At the high school level. What I always love to do with my kids, win or lose, at the end of the year, we have a celebration. Are you with me? I really, truly loved working with the children. And I see the hard work that they put in from day to day. And yes, as a Seventh-day Adventist minister, um, 
uh, you're wondering, so how did Friday work with your schedule, Pastor? Because <laughs> most of the games are on Friday. Well, I shouldn't say most, no, not most of the games. But there were games on Friday, but I told them, the administrators, I'll only take this position if you grant me an assistant and recognize that I'll not be available on Fridays. I said, okay, Mr. Harris. And sure enough. But I learned the value of appreciating those football players, soccer players, all right? Those soccer players at the end of the year. It meant a lot to them. Jesus has a reward for every person who walks with him day by day as a lifestyle. And he says, if you do that with me, I, my promise to you is even if you should die before my son comes back, you will receive a reward. Are you with me? Or if you are alive, when he comes back, guess what? Like Enoch, like Enoch, you'll be translated. I will take you from earth to a better place without you seeing the grave. Are you with me? That's a reward that, he, that God has for every person who chooses to walk with him day by day. He has a reward for us. But you know, that reward is not just uh, uh, the reward for eternal life. That reward is also for now. Do you know that? The reward now that God has in store for all of us is to say the very thing that you like doing that you know I don't like. I can actually turn it around for you right now if you'd like. God is saying, I am so powerful. I not only create the heavens and the earth, but I know how to change a human being heart if they give me a chance. I know how to take that very thing that you love doing that you know God doesn't like. I know to take it and make it be something that you now hate. And you now love to do the things that I like. I know how to do that God is saying. That's how powerful I am. If you'd only trust me. Extend your belief outside of creation. And extend it to the power of transformation. I can make you love the very things that you think are boring. That has no value. But are the best thing for you right now. I, being your father, can help you. That problem with anger that you're having. That you can't shake. I know how to deal with that if you'd allow me. If you'd walk with me every day, I can take that anger and I can transform it into something beautiful. Would you allow me? Do you believe I can do it? I can take the very thing you're addicted to right now, whether it's a substance, whether it's the computer, whether it's the TV, whether it's your cell phone that you're watching, that you know those things are not healthy or of God, I can make it so that you hate that. You'll never go back to that anymore. And give you something, replace it with something that you would love. No other being can do that. Only I can do it. Would you allow me? Would you give me the opportunity to just come on the inside as I knock? Would you open? Who? Would you open? I can give you freedom. 
over what is shackling you today. I can do it. I can make you love your wife. I can make you respect your husband. I can make you treat your parents with such respect despite of what you are receiving from them. I can make you love them and honor them. I can do it. But only if you believe that I'm that powerful, I can do it. As I, as I draw to a close here, and I just think of the awesome power of God, and how much he's willing to transform someone's heart right now. He's willing to do it. He's willing to bring the help that they need right now. He knows our circumstances, you know. He knows exactly what we're going through. But he's not going to overpower you. He wants you to let him in. And give him a chance. What a God. Enoch walked with God. Through a daily lifestyle. Of communion. With him. Talking with him. Well last have we done that. On a consistent basis. Not only for our needs. But on a daily basis. Daniel. Three times a day. Walked with his God. In prayer. Spending time with him. When I look at Jesus. I see the perfect example. Of what walking with God looks like. Are you with me? If you want to know what that looks like, just take a glimpse of Jesus as you read the Gospels and just watch him every day spending time with his Father. Every single day being a blessing to people out there before him. Living life not of, not of himself, but being a blessing to others every single day. Do you see it? Jesus patterned the lifestyle that we should pattern as we go through 2024. And there's no better place to, to have that lifestyle live out than in the home. Are you with my friends? And in the church. No better place. In the home or in the church. We, we live with imperfections within us, outside of us. But the best, and I wonder if any person would like to say today, and stand with me as we pray. Lord, as I consider 2024, I need your help each day. To walk with you as a lifestyle like Enoch and like Jesus. I would like to pray for any person who would like to, if you want to come forward, that's fine. If you want to stand where you are, that's fine too. Who would just like to say, Lord, as I venture into 2024... I want to walk with you by faith and I'm going to need your help. Hallelujah. I see the church standing. Praise the Lord. I'm going to need your help. Lord, you're looking at your people. You're communicating with them and they're coming. Praise the Lord. 
They're standing, they're here, and they're in need of your help. With all that I'm going through, Father, I want to be like Enoch. To walk with you and to please you in all that I do for 2024 and beyond. Let's pray. Our Father, it is a faith journey. that you have called us to. And sure enough, we believe that you are our creator. Sure enough, we believe that you have blessed us with the reconciliation that we so much needed. You have given us your son, Jesus Christ, who have brought us back to you you have blessed us with your forgiveness and we say thank you but we also recognize father that we are not just forgiven people but we are also empowered people and so we need your power as we begin this year the power that will, will eradicate all the anger and mess that we, that we bring into this year and help us to be better disciples. Uh, help us to be uh, people who are filled with your love and who expresses that love and forgiveness to those in our homes. May today make a difference in our walk with you. Father, I pray that you, you bless us with your forgiveness. You'll fill us with your power. But also, Father, I just ask that as we go through this year, that you will make this life of ours a life of service like Jesus' life was to others. And help us each day to walk with you in the mornings, in the afternoons, when we go to bed. Help us each and every day, Father, to put you first. And I pray that you would hold our hands up each day because sometimes it does get rough. And sometimes we will fall. But we need your power to sustain us because we look forward to that day when our, our Savior Jesus Christ will First, the clouds of heaven. That is the blessed hope we have our eyes set on. The day when he comes back to put an end to death. To put an end to sin. And to usher in a new life of holiness with you. So Father, for every person in this place for those watching online we ask including the preacher for the blessings of your presence and the blessings of your power and provisions as we choose this year to walk closer with you is our prayer in Jesus name amen and amen